for Vegas. Good afternoon, folks, and welcome to Fifth Street Sports on Sports Byline USA, iHeartRadio. We're also on the American Forces Network. You can catch our so, our show at streams live on YouTube and Facebook. I'm Frank Perez, and I'm joined with my co-host, Oklahoma Brian, and we got Mr. Chip <laughs> Tarimbus in the house today. We've got a great show, lots of stories, and, you know, some good info. Uh, you should laugh, have a good time, and make some money today. Chip, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Frank. It's been great. You know? Good. Brian, I know uh, you got a lot of good, uh, good things that you want to ask, Chip. I do. I do. This should be a good show. <laughs> really going to be. So, anyways, uh, real quick, before we get into the show, let's quickly, because this is the two-minute segment, let's just recap how we did last night, which was not a good night. Brian, we went 1-4-1. Uh, one, and one. What did we lose? We lost with uh, Texas Tech. We lost with Penn me. State. We lose with Detroit. We had that game all the way. I mean, no, not. I mean, we had Orlando plus to four. We blow by five there. We did hit Brooklyn. Yeah, we Brooklyn lose with. Uh, we push with New Orleans. That we were kind of. We should have won that one. So not a good night. One four and one. We'll have some good stuff today. Maybe Chip will give us a play on uh, this weekend's games. Whatever he has, I'm sure we'll share that with everybody. But uh, maybe have a maybe have a second half play on the uh, London. <laughs> London game here in a few minutes. What's the score, Bri? Uh, the Knicks are up uh, by 10, 61-51 with 25 Biggest. seconds left. And Edis Cantor has not been captured as of this moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got, okay, so we got to get ready for break. I think we're going to have a really good show. Um, Chip, I wanted, when, when we come back, do you want to start off with, I wanted to ask you on McCusker. Go anywhere you want with it. It's fine with me. Oh, Brian, you're going to... Mike gonna McCusker, get... the original sports monitor of services, the watchdog in the industry of the sports service industry, because many handicappers are... Um, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link, and there's a lot of scam artists out there in this industry, without a doubt. So when we come back, we're going to see, uh, see see if the... Who was watching the wolves? The, the chickens or... <laughs> but I know... So we come back, folks. we got to take a small break. Fifth Street Sports... Frank Perez, Oklahoma Brian. We got Chip Jarimbus in the house. Back in three. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 if you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPL plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network 
the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. All right, folks, we're back. Fifth Street Sports. We have Oklahoma Brian, Chip Cherimbus, and I'm Frank Perez. Today we got a great show. Chip, you know what's really interesting? Because uh, this is talk you can bet on, and we give out a lot of releases, and we've had tutorials here on gambling and parlays. So, you know, we want to give all, all of our folks and listeners the real deal, you know what I mean? Because we don't we don't want to just be like hustling and everything. So I see here we did a little homework. There used to be a guy named uh, Mike McCusker, right. who was like the grading service. Let's say the PCGA right. grading service of all the handicappers when there wasn't the internet. And then you guys came up with the A play that had when everybody whenever when the people saw that four leaf clover that was right. like certified that you guys had checked them out, right? Right. Well, it meant that um, our games were monitored and documented because there were so many outrageous claims by um, sports services out there. You know, I mean, I, I used to talk to um, – I told you last night the story about Stu Finer, about him going on the air, and um, for three straight weeks on TV, he said he was 15-0, and 15-0, and 15-0. And, and, and I said, Stu, you know, come on, be reasonable. Who's going to go 45-0? and 0? Who's going to call you? And he said, I only need one person to call me because that one person I could sell the Brooklyn Bridge to. So, you know, but we, we did it. Uh, we were a little more low key and we really thought we could win. And we and we liked the idea of being monitored and so that we could come up with a viable record. Right. Yeah. So, so Brian, you know, they actually had uh, like like if, like if you've seen here, like if you've seen the uh, four leaf clover o- 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 over here, that was a certification that an honest and good, reputable company was exactly. monitoring you. And, and gambling, <laughs> like times, gambling Times at the time um, went out and put out a, a – Len Miller was running it at the time. He put, they put out a, a great article on us, 
and um, talked about. Well, you know, one day, you know how you get cocky when you get hot, Brian. I mean, you sit there and you win games and you feel like you're, you're indestructible. And I'm doing this live show in Manhattan, and I'm I'm telling everybody, you call me for six straight weeks, and what happens? You go 0 3 Sunday, or 0 3 Saturday, 0 3 Sunday, and I come and I have to go live on the air in Manhattan. And I got naked, and I made a homemade barrel with just a scarf around <laughs> my neck. And I says, you think you got beat? I lost my shirt. And then the next, <laughs> the next day, it was um, within a week, it was, in, it was in the tabloids. It was in the New York Times and, and the honest proprietor, you know. But uh, what can you do? You had to face them live. You can't, you can't make up that you were 3-0. and I mean, you have people that uh, – this is New York. They're sharp. They remember. <laughs> yeah. you, know, the, 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 you had to go on with the scarf, Brian. Brian, could you imagine us, us doing that? The days we take a dump, we got to come in here in a in a thong or uh, with a. With a I didn't. I didn't know what I was going to do. My my father owned a print shop, and I I got these big pieces of cardboard, and I I put them together, and I got some rope, and then I put the the slats on it, so it looked it looked like it was a barrel. And, uh, it was that was fun. Those are fun days. Wow, boy, I I have a feeling we'd be wearing a lot of barrels lately. If, oh uh, yeah, that is the case like, yeah. today, actually. Well, <laughs> last night, like you said, wasn't wasn't the greatest. I mean, we I had Houston on top, and that was that was a winner over. I mean, not Houston, in Brooklyn, and the colleges yeah. and colleges. Uh, Iowa State was my only winner. I got beat with Penn State. So yeah, yeah. Oh, you you had Iowa State. Yeah, damn you! I had Texas Tech. Well, you know, Tech's got a really great team. They do, but Iowa State, I think it was coming off two straight losses and two non-covers, and I, yeah. I just thought it'd be a close game. I didn't know it was going to, you know, I get the scores in the morning. I haven't paid that much. Today. Right, we so, don't watch it too much. It, it was a, uh, it's a phenomenal win for Iowa State, and now you throw in that win against uh, Kansas, and uh, man, they're, uh, that's a pretty uh, great resume, and they, and they get those guys get a chance to play Ole Miss on. Uh, the Pro Bowl day, you know, the SEC versus Big 12, uh, you know, challenge. That'll be I a think, really fascinating game. They, have they been in, the, the, like, the Big 12 finals three straight years or something along those lines? Iowa State? Did they win? They've done game? really well. Yeah, they, they've done really well. In the, not, in you the, know, uh, I, it just comes – I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's – but I just – I just well, – you know, I think the program's improved year, dramatically anyway. Yeah, yeah. It has. I believe last year was West Virginia, Kansas. But I, I think – Iowa State's been up there like consistently the last few years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Frank, let me uh, let me. I know you're about to say something. Let me interrupt you real quick. We got a message in from uh, Dogman Arizona on YouTube through our uh, YouTube live chat, and he says um, Larry Dukehart from Duke Sports and Mike Lasky, uh, Mike Warren both paid that monitoring service for favorable content. Um, well, we know about Mike Lasky. I mean, that was he owned the 900 numbers of Miss Cleo, and um, he ended up, uh, I guess, doing time for IRS evasion. And Mike was, he was not the most reputable guy or the greatest guy to be around. He was one of the ones that would be running those ads that we were talking about that were so you know, blatantly false. And, uh, but he had a tremendous marketing system. I'm sure he made a lot of money. But um, I worked with his brother Brian, too, as well, out of Maryland. And um, you've got to be careful sometimes in this industry. <laughs> That's all i got to say. Well, now it's a lot easier with the computers. Back then, I mean, back then, you, you, they actually only had one or two grading. I mean, watchdog services, right? There wasn't, it wasn't like it is now where people didn't even know it exists. I mean, there was a couple of uh, publications that don't even exist anymore. Sports Eye out of Long Island used to be a, a, a track thing. And then we had Pro Football Weekly and Football News and College and Pro Football Weekly. And th- 
pretty much pulp has gone by the wayside and everybody's it's you know right. i used to print and send out a newsletter and now if you're going to do a newsletter you do it through the internet you don't even print you just do it and you, you send it out through email or through purchasing that way so uh, i don't you know it was it was sort of in the dark ages uh, not dark ages but uh it wasn't as prevalent as it is now sports handicapping i mean it's just we have 39 states now that just legalized it so it's, it going seems to, like going it's to going to be flying off the shelf real soon. I'm I'm glad I'm I'm glad because you know you're good you're good you're a winner. I, Brian's really good. I mean I you I know are a real good handicapper. Brian's great. Uh, Florida Rick's phenomenal. Yeah. But and 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 that's good. Put us to the test. Document us. You know what I mean. And it's well, you give the player a fair shake. And I, one of the other things that we've gone to is now. Uh, most of these, web, if you go to Chip Wins and you, you purchase a, a selection or a package, it has to turn a profit or you don't get charged. So yeah. this is a more equitable way for, you know, if I'm if I'm losing, I'm not charging this guy because he's getting beat playing my games as it is. So yeah, we're not compounding it. But when we win, we expect to get paid. Exactly. And that's. That's good. So, uh, Brian, I know, I know, uh, this is going to be right up your alley when we talk to Chip about because I know you love attending games and doing weird and sneaky stuff and all that. When we, uh, <laughs> when, like, like when, like when we start uh, talking, I want you to ask Chip about some of his Super Bowl experiences. I know we got two minutes left in this segment, and then, and then we go on to the next one. But why don't we get started, and then we'll carry it over into the next segment? Sure. Yeah. So. Uh- yeah, so I'm really fascinated by the concept of uh, of sneaking into games. It's, I've ever since I was a uh, a kid and uh, tried to sneak into games, and I had a marginal uh, success rate. Right? It always worked uh, slightly better than I thought it would. I, you have to be you have to be uh, you know open to the fact there's a good chance you're not going to make it in. But yep. uh, if you're willing to give it a shot, it's it's fascinating and it's. Kind of uh, rewarding. <laughs> when when I, when I lived in, in New York and I had the two buddies that I used to go to Super Bowl games with, and we used to go to Madison Square Garden all the time, and it was it was easy to get to. The hockey was great in New York, and um, we had an usher. We we had an usher and we had a ticket taker, and we used to walk around the outside until we found that ticket taker. And when we go through, we'd hand him twenty bucks, and then we'd give the usher ten bucks. And it's it's funny you could be sitting on the third row at center ice in the middle of the first period and all of a sudden the usher comes down and goes let's go because the guy who owns those seats and he puts you in another seat and and we sit in four or five different seats for the game but um they and that's even more difficult to do now in new york uh it it's, doesn't work anymore you know it's funny that that exact concept comes up all the time in my life and my wife if i ever try to get my wife to go sit down low in seats that don't belong to us and they run us off. She's mortified, and she'll never do it again. Well, yeah, I, I, I could care less. Ten seconds later, I've forgotten about it, and I'm in a different seat. I've, I've but, taken dates uh, into situation where I say we're sneakers, and they said what? And I said, and when I tell you to move, just get up and move. <laughs> Don't ask any questions. Let's just go. Brian, <laughs> I, 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 we, we only got twenty seconds, but I actually did that. My wife is the exact same thing. I, she says, "Are you kidding me? I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be embarrassed. I can't do that." I asked her to do that one time with me at Memorial Park in Baltimore. There was it was the it was the eighth inning. There was nobody down there. Oh shoot! When we come back, I got to tell you this one turned out to be so successful. Back in three minutes, Fifth Street Sports, Oklahoma. Brian Chip Jeremis and I'm Frank Perez.
Attention business owners. Now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-
I'm at, well, I'm in a position here where I can post the game. If I win, I collect. If I post the game, it loses. The customer does not get charged, and I don't lose any money. So I'm in a I'm in a win-win situation here because when I give out a bad side and I'm not betting it, I don't lose anything out of my pocket. The customer may lose his wager, but he doesn't have to pay me. And when I win, I collect. So it's it's really pretty much easy saying that I, I win in my winners and I don't pay out on my losers. So that's that's why we have a sports service and this is why we're marketing these games. Yeah, but I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess that's the that is not the first time Chip has been asked that question. Oh yeah, a million times. And, you know, <laughs> plus the fact that uh, we were talking about it the other day. Jim Feist, well respected handicapper and man in this business for eons, he once said to me, Sooner or later you're gonna go bad and sooner or later you're gonna bury all your customers. Right. right. He says, I've buried every customer I've ever had. And I, you know, I went, oh, yeah, right, Jim. And he's right, because we don't – the last day in the NFL, I was 0 for 5. 0 for 5 the final day of the NFL. And I'm buried myself if I'm, if I'm betting those games. Right. Which, you know. which, which we bet all of our games here. But the thing about it is, is it's, it's weird. Like, I remember one time – I think it was either you or Jim Feist when I was a kid. I was watching. And you guys went 56, 56 and a half, almost 57% for the year, yeah. which is not bad. Not bad. I mean, if you have your units and you're betting three, three, 300 right. a game – you bet 100 games, you win 57, you lose 43. With the juice, it's, 50, it's 47 and a half. You make a profit. But, like you said, the, what, see what you said, you've got to clarify that statement. Not all your players, you're going to bury them. You bury them because they, don't, they get stuck and steaming. You know, and then, say, say we go through that bad. At the end of the year, we're still plus. I mean, it's just yeah. that you have to have discipline when you're, when you're going to do this. And self-control. You don't keep doubling up if you're down, if you're losing. And um, it's... Man, I say money management is an important part of what we do and take it, care yeah, of. It's, it's the key if you want to show a profit. You know, and like for me personally, I originally was the A play, which I told Frank I used to give out, single out one game. And I still hang my hat on that one single play. We now call it my Megabucks play. And um, done very, very well with it with the top play. But the, the drop off for me between that, that one number one selection and the next, like Houston, I, you know, it had against Houston last night with Brooklyn after Harden scores 57 points. So I play against them next day. He comes out to 57 again, but they lost. And that would be the only winner I had. It right. was my top play. So. Yeah. Hey, babe, babe, so, all right, so we answered that question. Brian, but, but let me tell you about bringing your wife to the thing and having her. <laughs> I brought her, and then she's, she's exactly like you described your wife. Just so shaky. I go, come on, Ange, come on, let's go. There's nobody down there. We got a better shot. You know, we're going to get close. So we're in that. So I used to take her to Memorial Park when we lived in Bowie, Maryland, down there on 33rd Street with Baltimore. So I'll never forget it. I go, come on, come on. She goes, I'm not. I go, they're not going to ask us for tickets. They're not. There's nobody here. And so it's the eighth inning. So she goes, oh, okay. I said, I'm going to be so pissed off at you. I want to feel like such an idiot. I go, oh, they're so worried. I go, this is a slam dunk. We get down there. Sure enough, baby, uh, Mike, Mike Devereaux fouls one off right to me. I, I said, look at that, Andrew. We caught a foul ball and, because we had a shot you down there. didn't have the Cessna in your hand? No, and I, and, and I didn't have the Cessna. But, but the girls are the same thing. They get so embarrassed. That's absolutely true. I got a lot of great stories about sneaking in. But uh, I think it's one of those things. It's either in your blood or it's not. I know, like, from the earliest age – I was sneaking into football games, and I remember in high school when we were like 15 or 16, 
we would try to get into the dog track at night. I, I grew up in Key West, Florida. We had a really small rinky-dink dog track. You right, had to it must be have been 50 eight. cents to get in. It was something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, here's the, here's, but here's the thing, Chip. You, you had to be 18 or with an adult, and we were like 15. Right. So we would just walk, try to find like old men and walk really close to uh, them <laughs> like they were our fathers. Because <laughs> if we got through the gate, we were home free yeah. the rest of the night. And uh, the thing is, there was only one uh, ticket taker. So if you got denied, you might be done for the night. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. wouldn't be able to get in. But I, I, let me just tell my favorite story about about getting in without paying. It was about eight years ago. And uh, my brother's not a big better, but but uh, he was in town. And uh, they were playing the NCAA tournament, Oklahoma City. And I had a really big bet on BYU uh, for whatever reason. I got the opening number. And uh, the game was going to be played on a Thursday, I got down on the opener on Sunday night and I bought, I told my brother, I said, Hey, we got to get BYU shirts. Uh, so I went on to Amazon. We bought BYU uh, t-shirts. We get to the game and we end up walking like right into the BYU, you know, uh, delegation <laughs> and they see us. Well, Brian just uh -oh. cut off. Yeah, we just lost audio with Brian. So Brian, Brian, hold up that story because we're, you're not you're the Cougars are ready to pounce. Yeah, you're not you're you're not you're not coming through on that one. But I didn't know that you were actually gambling at 15. You're actually betting the dogs at 15. I mean, do you remember your first bet, Chip? How, how yes. Yeah, it was a. Um, I bet I lost the game. It was a twenty dollar bet, and when I went and paid um, my, I was playing uh, Twilight League baseball. I was like 17 or 18, and uh, my coach booked the action so when i went to go pay him i gave him 20 bucks and he says well what about the vig and i said the what <laughs> yeah he goes no right. you owe me 22 dollars right. i said okay and uh it, 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 i learned a lot since then i certainly don't look at it the same way that's for sure i see i i've been 55 years here in vegas i came up from a uh i didn't my father i had the sweetest nicest father in the whole world i didn't know i was he was a gambler because as kids, we just did whatever he did. Yeah. Uh, there were days, I remember in when we were 13, I have two sisters. We came home, and there was a, a Schwinn Super Sport for me. Yeah. My sister had two Schwinn Continental bikes out in the driveway. We were the happiest kids <laughs> in the world. And then two days later, we had no power in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we didn't even realize yeah. it. Uh -oh. and, then, the, you know, there, and he was a great cook. And we never asked anything. Just whatever he said, we just did it. And he was always nice. There, he was a great cook. We'd have steak and lobster and you know, shrimp, everything. And then one day... Just like this, there'd be each one of us would just have a piece of bread. But my dad was very graceful. I would look at my sister Isabel and say, "Wow, we got a piece of bread." My dad said, "Oh no, that's not a piece of bread. That's an open face air sandwich." <laughs> and we we just ate it. And then we didn't know. So then we'd go to Disneyland for three days, and then four days later, there'd be no water in the house. Wow. So and that that when I got older, I go, "Wow, my dad was a my gambler. my father's the only Greek that never made a bet. I mean, this guy was he was so straight. <laughs> I'm telling you, he did he didn't gamble at all." Uh, let me tell you something, something about making a bet. My father, uh, you know, you asked about my finger last night, yeah. how, 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 how I lost my finger. a couple of digits. My father was the funniest guy in the world. So I get into a car accident, and my finger gets ripped off against the windshield they, oh. they, in Riverside, California. They sew it back on. My father gets the phone call. He flies in from Vegas to Riverside, California. And he sees me, and my face was all, I would had plastic surgery, all kinds of stuff. So the s surgeons come in, and 
after I came out of surgery, and they said to my father, well, he's got an 80% chance of saving his finger. We're going to monitor every day. We've done a lot of work. It was, it was torn up pretty bad. So my dad says, okay. So my father says, oh, he starts praying. He goes, save my son's finger. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to quit smoking right now. God, save his finger. So, okay. So, you know, I mean, I'm all battled up in the, in the bed, all broken up. So every day, the next day, they're touching the top. The blood's not circulating. Right. Oh, they're going to reduce it to 50% chance. The next day, they touch it 30% chance. And, and finally, about the fourth or fifth day, the surgeons come in and they go, I'm sorry. They go, uh, the blood's it. not circulating. We're gonna ha- he's going to lose the finger. We'll schedule the surgery, this and that. I said, okay. So now as, as a kid... I look out the window in the in the in the yard, and and my father is lighting lighting up a cigarette. So when he comes <laughs> you back, lost your finger. so when he comes back, I said, Dad, what are you what are you doing? I mean, you you know you made that promise. He goes, The surgeon said you're going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? So he that, you know, he was. That's the kind of dad I had. He was, a, but I came from a big gambling family and didn't even actually know it. No, I. I there wasn't really much. My neighborhood, because you know, it's an Italian neighborhood and everybody I knew. And I mean, we were betting ten cents in junior high on the uh, um, yeah. on the baseball games. We'd had we'd have the schedule and we'd circle it, you know. To, and when we differed, we'd have ten cent bets on it. Oh yeah, we. That was the beauty of uh, Vegas. But that was kind of cool. But I, you know, you really, I really didn't realize it till I got older. I go, boy, those must have been the times my father was running bad when. Uh, yeah, when you think about it, in retroflect, right? Yeah, there was no. And then he would, he would, say, and then we would walk in, and there'd be no power in the house. We walking around in the house with candles, <laughs> and and I, I, we wouldn't ask anything. And then my sister, Rebe- my little sister Rebecca, would say like, "Wow, the." The neighbors got power, <laughs> and I said, "Well, I don't know." He said, "There's something wrong." Brian, we we are are you back with us, brother? I, I believe I am. Okay, now we lost you. I guess we're going to have to bring it into the next segment because uh, we lost you at the BYU when yeah, you BYU were your congregation was the BYU congregation <laughs> was when you lo- we lost transmission with you. So we only got about twenty five <laughs> seconds left in this one. So when we come back, we'll hear that one. Then we're gonna. I want to ask Chip. Uh, he's because he's told me he's been to 25 Super Bowls, but actually snuck into six of them. So we're going to ask him one or two of his favorite sneak-ins. So, folks, this is Fifth Street Sports. We have Chip Cherimbus, Oklahoma Brian. I'm Frank Perez. We're on Sports Byline USA, iHeartRadio. When we come back, a couple of funny stories, and then talk you can bet on. It's the third segment. We're going to give out some releases. Back in three minutes, folks. Um. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. Get a $50 credit to give your first job posting premium placement at Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, quality standards, and usage limits apply. Additional terms online. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. The new year is here, and if you're planning to be healthier, it all starts with a good night's rest. MyPillow's best offer has been extended. When you go to MyPillow.com, click on the the end-of-the-year special, and you'll find the lowest price MyPillow has ever offered for their four-pack. It includes free shipping, and their 60-day money-back guarantee has been extended through March 1st. Best price ever, free shipping, extended money-back guarantee. So go to MyPillow.com, click on the the end-of-the-year special, and use the promo code BAR, B-A-R-R. All right, folks, it's Fifth Street Sports. I'm Frank Perez, joined with Chip Terimbus in Oklahoma, Brian. Brian, we, when, when we lost uh, transmission with you, you were in the middle of one of your best sneaking stories at BY, with the BYU congregation. You want to uh, catch us up on that? Yeah, I guess it was kind of an inadvertent sneak-in, although uh, I'm going to try to use it again if I can someday. Yeah, by simply having the BYU shirts on, the uh, BYU athletic department uh, – I guess they walked up to us. They asked if we had tickets, and I guess there weren't a lot of BYU fans there. But they, uh, before you know it, we were sitting like with the athletic director, Jimber Fournette's girlfriend. We were like front and center, and it was awesome. But the funny thing is, there's a beer garden. You know, during uh, between games, they play the two games, and then you know everyone has to get out of the arena, and there's nothing to do but go to the beer garden. So. Uh, I don't know where the BYU fans went, but they didn't go to the beer garden, but my brother and I did. And uh, when we came back for the uh, night session, <laughs> we uh, I guess they could sense there was something off about us. And the uh, the chemistry wasn't quite there, I have to say. <laughs> so we, uh, we had to go sit somewhere else. <laughs> All right, so but now 
Uh, what was I going to say? So, I don't know, you you got my sneaking. Well, I just sneak down stories. His sneaking story. Chip, you've been to twenty five Super Bowls yep. live, but you've snuck into six six times. All right, tell us some of the most because uh, Super Bowls got to be tough to yeah, sneak. Yeah, um, and it's gotten even tougher. You know, since uh, the Gulf War and then nine eleven, um, the security's redundant, and the prices are going outrageous. But in Miami, when Atlanta was playing Denver, and um, I couldn't get a ticket. The ticket said that I was looking to buy. They all look bogus to me. I, I usually go through scalpers or someone there and try and hustle tickets. And I, I just never felt comfortable. And I wasn't getting inside. And I've been around this pro player stadium a number of times. I've been in and out of it uh, between Miami football games and, and the baseball games. So I knew there was a secure area where they had picnic grounds, which they had fenced off. And I snuck into that area, and that's where security was based. So the police and all the security was based there, but there was nobody using the picnic grounds. And they had a mesh fence that went up on the, the spirals of ramp, and it went up to the second level. And while Cher was singing the national anthem, <laughs> I dragged a, uh, a picnic table over against the wall, put another table on top of it, and then got a garbage pail to put on top of that. And I climbed on top, and I just was able to make it and scale over onto the second level. On the walkway. And as I'm going over, the national anthem is still going on, and the, the policeman is sitting there at attention. He's, at, he's saluting, and he sees me. And, he's, and I'm looking at him, and I run up the, up the ramps to the, to the third level, and he, he didn't break ranks. He sat there and held, you know, with the flag. And then I, I bought an orange uh, Denver sweatshirt. Threw it on real quick, and then I, I went and I found the first seat, and I just sat there like that. Then the security came running up to the third level, and they went right past me. And I said, oh, this, this is one of the better ones for me. And, uh, That's, and you know, it's, you don't want to buy a ticket and have it be bogus. I mean, I was going to pay $900 or whatever for it, but, but the guy tried to drag me, into, drag me into a darker area. So I couldn't see it, and I said, "Nah, I just didn't feel comfortable with it." So you know, you know what I think is so funny in uh, in um, those things. What would be really cool is if at that time, like they had those Fitbits. I would, I would, I would love to know, like, okay, uh, uh, once you once you got in there, Chip, with the with the orange shirt, and the security's going around looking, 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 and you're sitting there just with your orange Denver shirt and camouflage, and then you go back the next day and say, "Wow, I wonder what my heart rate was." <laughs> I, I I wonder what my heart rate was like at last. It like was I, it was I was I was pounding I was pounding because first off I was trying to get make sure that I got the shirt or the sweatshirt before the national anthem finished. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to get this thing, you know, and, and everything was empty because there was nobody there. And I said, you know, I think it was like fifty bucks, so I just got it. Right. Around. Hey, but 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 you know, sneaking in and this is this is absolutely true. Sneaking in has no age limit yeah. because. <laughs> I had a, uh, my secretary at my dry cleaners. Her name was Dolores. She was 85 years old. She was really cool. And she used to tell me stories. This is an 85 year old and her husband, Don, was 86. She used to tell me stories that her and her husband for the last 30 years on Tuesday, uh, no, Wednesdays, it was senior Wednesday. On Wednesdays uh, would start at 11 o'clock in the morning and get home at 11 o'clock at night. And they would watch every, uh, every, every movie. It was their movie right. day. And I say, wow, Dolores, so what would you do? Go in and no, she says, oh, no, me and my husband, Don, we, hand, we would handicap the times. We would pay $4 on Senior Wednesday, right. and we knew, like, when Theater 11 let out from 11 to 110, 
uh, Theater 12 started at 120. They handicapped. They would watch six movies. We had a guy named Donnie Bader who was a big lo- uh, local um, Las Vegas character who used to do that. He used to go and catch five, six movies in one day. Yeah, you know? but but you got to actually handicap. And then she says, sometimes, you know, we would have to get unlucky and watch like the cartoon one. And then watch a real bad horror flick. And it was, but you know, we, we'd end up capturing three out of the six, but we'd have to sit through, uh, and then Don would say, it's unbelievable. Like 85 year olds can still get sneaky like that. Green book. Oh, (laughs) you either, you either have that attribute or you don't. If you don't, it's, it's not an appealing quality, but if you do, you could tell sneaking in stories till now, you know, till two in the morning. And, uh, when I take one last quick story. When I was uh, four, 13, 14, 12 years old, my parents were divorced. I had to fly back and forth, and I had to change planes at uh, DFW Airport. And there was a giant convention center, and the I think it was the Hyatt attached to the uh, DFW Airport. And I would always have like a two or three hour delay. And my parents were like, "Okay, you just sit in the airport. You know, here's a, a book or something to read." But no, I was on my own, <laughs> and I would always head over. There was conventions, and I would just go to random conventions. It could be chiropractors, construction workers. I would just get a, a tote bag full of crap, you know, pencils and <laughs> yeah. notepads. Yeah. Right. And, you know, two hours later, I'd go back to where I was supposed to be. I'd get on the, the plane and go to whichever parent I was supposed to see. <laughs> and uh, that always, uh, I think they kind of laughed, but maybe they were worried that I would uh, show up with convention um, here. <laughs> Swag. Right. Well, guys, listen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Great stories. Now we got to we got to get on to some uh, some of these games and what we're going to make some money on this t- today, tonight, this weekend. So we talked about the Kansas City New England game. Chip, uh, Brian, and Rick are heavy, heavy on Kansas City. I'm Patriots. What are you on in this Kansas City uh, New, New England game? The winner. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the Patriots. I don't know if they're going to win or not, but I think that when I first saw the number two and a half. I have the number one seed in the in the West at home is only a two and a half point favorite in that situation. I, I thought they were giving the Patriots a really good chance to win this game outright. And the the way I see it, I think the storyline and the public is going to view this either as the phenom young Mahomes against the veteran who possibly may have more guile and wiser, but do the, can the Patriots win on the road? They're 3-8 and eight straight up this year. So I think the public, when they, they view and weigh these factors, I, I think they're going to go with Mahomes because of um, how exciting he is, how, right. you know, how electric it is. Right. And um, right now, I mean, I haven't posted it yet, so, but you guys are getting it all for free. I will have the Patriots. So we got the, so so far we got two and two, but I seen I seen I I um actually snuck in and spied on a Rockford email. I think Rockford is uh, Kansas City, so we have um three to two Kansas City so far on the show. Nick doesn't do football, so we're not going to count him. So it looks like three to two Kansas City as far as Fifth Street residents. All right, here comes the next game, Brian. New Orleans and the Rams. You and Rick actually attended this game. It's three and a half and. 57 what are you leaning here on this yeah we went to the first version of this game on uh, november 4th i uh i see it different than rick i uh i like the three and a half i feel i feel like uh this game is going to be right there the whole way and uh i'll take three and a half all day i think this game's a total uh coin toss he likes saints a lot i'm with you with the three and a half chip what do you like i i think i think it's a really tough call 
And I, I could never be using this as a best bet because it's it, that's how difficult I think it is. I think the public and everyone are generally split. I mean, the Rams got that great diverse offense, and of course we know what the Saints do and what they do at home. I think that you know, Brian. I think that that notch, that half point, is going to drive a little more people toward the Rams. And right now, even though I don't have a side on this game, I I would lean toward the Saints. I, I think that that. I think taking that extra half point. You mean towards the Rams? No, I think taking that extra no, half point is inviting, and so I would I would try to be uh, play against the flow. I would look to lay it with the New Orleans. If New Orleans comes down to three, I'll probably lay it. Lay it. But um, mm-hmm. I, th- I think given the Rams three and a half. I mean, Brian, last time they played, wasn't it a three point game in New Orleans? Uh, well, that was the line, but the the Saints won by a comfortable margin uh, because they got a, they got a, like a ridiculous BS touchdown, uh, you know, turnover at the very end of the game. But Chip, wouldn't you agree? Now, I I don't disagree with you liking the Saints. Rick's like, well, Rick likes them also. If you like the Saints, considering the uh, tendency for playoff games to have really discounted money lines, because the public loves Public loves betting dogs on the money line. Yep. You got to be open to taking to trying to grab a really uh, juicy money line on the Saints because they'll yeah, be well, value somewhere. Usually, I'll only play, I very rarely will I play the underdog um, on the money line because I I try to give myself as many ways to win as possible. So I'll take the point and a half as opposed to it on the money line. But I would lay instead of laying one and a half, I would find a line where a line where I could lay a dollar twenty five or a dollar thirty. You know and if I can lay two and a half, I would I would look to lay. I did that with Dallas uh, two weeks ago against um, Seattle when they won by two. Right. Well, I posted on the money line, and I posted early enough in a week where I was laying a dollar fifteen and a dollar twenty, believe it or not, because the line had come down to one and a half at one time, right. and um, and ended up everyone got beat who bet da- bet Dallas on that game with the backdoor cover. But the money line was certainly an advantage there, and I'd I'd much rather use it, Brian, as a small favorite where I can instead of laying a point and being afraid by losing by one or two than taking the underdog um, with the price, because I think they, they're killing us with the price anyway. But, but, but Brian, but when you say juicy, okay, if it's three and a half-ish this game, mm-hmm. how much would you, what would be your top? What's the take per, back? Yeah, what would be your top purchase price on the Saints no, versus the three no, and a half-ish? Well, I'm not sure if you got what, what my point, Frank. What I'm saying is that all things being equal, a game that would have a favorite as a minus 180 uh, money line favorite in the regular season right. is going to be discounted to like 170, 165 in the postseason because the public yep. is enamored with the lottery uh, effect of trying to take money line dogs. So if you're a money line uh, favorite player in the postseason, you're always going to be, you know, getting you know 10 cents of uh, if not more. That's the Super Bowls. The is the right. most classic, classic example. There's a lot of Super Bowls where it actually makes sense to bet both sides to bet money line favorite. And then the dog plus the points, um, you know, forty-five cents. Sometimes you can get a uh, pick them to three middle of the Super Bowl. Well, Those are Brian. Fun. I I know exactly what you're talking about. I was uh, I'll never forget the San Diego Forty Nine ers Super Bowl was the most ridiculous thing in the whole world. I th- I wasn't the game like a fourteen or seventeen nineteen. You know what the money line dropped to? At I'll never forget it. I was at Santa Fe. It had dropped down. The money line was went down to minus three fifty. Minus three fifty. Yeah, because they were only betting one way on that. It was ridiculous. For it it, should have been minus seven twenty, minus eight hundred on that. But you're right. So let's say 
you know, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. This game here that's a three-and-a-half-ish would probably be a $1.78, $1.83. But because of this mentality, if you catch a 165 163 I think it's, it's wise to take the value, don't you? What? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Obviously. Well, you'd lay it in baseball. You know, that's what I tell people. And exactly. I, said, I said, listen, you're laying $1.30 in baseball. I'm giving you a football game. You're going to have to lay $1.25. I mean, just play it. Exactly. Yeah. Except you're talking right now when it comes to baseball, Chip, you're talking to two guys that I don't. Brian, I don't think we ever laid more than $1.50 no, all I, season. I, I don't do much of that. Guys, we're, we're, that's we got to take a small time out. Back in three minutes, we're going to give out some NBA selections for tonight. Also, maybe even a college game or two that we've been sucking at, but hopefully we get back on track. Fifth Street Sports. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than 
than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. All right, guys. Fifth Street Sports, Frank Perez, Oklahoma Brian, Chip Cherimbus. We're back. Brian, bring it in. Uh, I guess uh, Florida Rick's been communicating with us. What do we got for the listeners and viewers as far as action tonight? All right. So, uh, yeah, hot off the press here. Here's what uh, Rick has tonight. He's got two games. He's got 602 Marshall in college, minus 11. And he's got uh, 545 Sacramento, plus two and a half. He mentions that uh, on that Marshall game, I guess. FAU is taking in 60% of uh, public money. Line hasn't moved. He thinks there's. Uh, he thinks that uh, Marshall should uh, should win big. Kind of a, uh, well, I won't call it a reverse line move, but but uh, kind of a, a semi reverse. If the line stands still despite the public betting one side, that makes a lot of sense. I uh, I have one game tonight. I like the Lakers and Thunder under. What what's it what what what's the under on that? Two twenty. Oh, it's high. Oh, yeah, no, it's higher than that. It's it's way higher. It's uh, it's two twenty seven right now. Two twenty seven. Lake. All right, Chip. What do you got? Let's let's give our our listeners. All right. Um, I wasn't too crazy about the about the pro slate today, even though I, I was two zero and one yesterday. I had the New Orleans side like you had, okay. and um, I'm just one. I'm using one game. I didn't put it out as as a top play, and I use Sacramento Kings, much like uh, Florida Rick. But Rick did. And um, in the colleges, I had one play, and uh, yesterday I got beat. Yesterday I was I was one and two. Iowa State was my only winner. And today I posted one game. I posted Nebraska. And there's some there's some key factors here that are clashing head to head. Michigan State has won 18 straight in the Big Ten, but Nebraska has won 20 straight at home. Nebraska's 13 and six, I think 13 and four in their last 17 against the number in conference play. I got the Corn Huskers to pull the upset. I think they're getting two, maybe two and a half, three by game time. All right, folks, so you got it. So let's recap and, this. Sorry, I said, no. and you can always get this every day at chipwins.com. Chipwins.com, you guys. Get it, get it right there. Florida Rick, Marshall minus 11. Sacramento, Brian likes the Laker game under. Chip has... Um, Sacramento and Nebraska. Sacramento and Nebraska. Plus, guys, we appreciate you. Thank you very much for listening and watching us. Fifth Street Sports, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Monday through Friday. We'll see you tomorrow.